Hey everyone, welcome to Win the Day, 5 Minutes in the Bible with me, your coach, Pastor Nat, helping you stand firm, stand faithful, and stand on God's Word. And to help you do that, today we're going to talk about the power in praying for people. When serving as a pastor at a local church, I was surprised by how many people weren't outreach-minded. I served with a staff of nine pastors and about 15 or so ministry directors and employees. Like many churches, they viewed outreach as the job of the preaching pastor or maybe an outreach pastor, which I was. Well, I served as both, but I quickly was reminded that people, no matter what their job title is, they are responsible for outreach. You see, I am convinced we are all called to everyday outreach. It doesn't matter if you work in the marketplace or in a church, you can do outreach. It doesn't matter if you're a student or a retiree, we all can do outreach. Again, it doesn't matter how busy you are, we are called to outreach. And there is no better place to begin than praying for the lost. Listen to what Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 6. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand. Paul reminds us the battle for the soul is a spiritual battle. Many people will say the key to outreach is love. But friend, listen to me. You cannot love anyone into the kingdom of heaven. Pastors and professors, they may say that apologetics and theology are key. They are the key to outreach. But as much as those are important, you cannot debate anyone into heaven either. As Paul said in 1 Corinthians 3, we can scatter seed and we can water wherever we go, but it is the Spirit. The Spirit is the one who saves. You see, effective outreach, uh, what I call everyday outreach, it begins on our knees, praying for the lost by name. I love what Charles Spurgeon said. He said the condition of the church may be very accurately gauged by its prayer meetings. So is the prayer meeting a grace-o-meter, and from it we may judge the amount of divine working among people. If God be near a church, it must pray. And if he be not there, one of the first tokens of his absence will be a slothfulness in prayer. He is right on the money. So here's what I want you to try today. Try a triple five prayer. I don't want you to worry about memorizing a whimsical presentation. I don't want you knocking on your neighbor's doors. I want you to pray for five people for five minutes five days this week. That's a triple five prayer. Praying for five people for five minutes, five days this week. Now, 
what should this prayer be like? Well, I don't know if I can tell you. It's really between you and God. But here's a common prayer that I have with God for the lost. I say something like, Father, you know my friend Joe. You know how much he needs you. You also know what barriers are in place from him knowing you through your son. God, if it be your will, remove those barriers. I pray that he will have open ears to hear the gospel. And I pray for a softened heart to receive the gospel fully. And now, God, show me what I can do to reach him. Amen. That's all I pray. So I want you to try this triple five prayer and see what God does. As Jesus said, the harvest is ripe. Now, where are the workers? Please send the workers. So before we go, friend, let's pray.